Hello, lovelies. Welcome, or for many, I should say, welcome back to the Sexy Stories podcast, where we delight in deliciously naughty tales of all things sensual, supernatural, and fantastic. I am your host, Virginia Waits, and I would like to welcome you to my parlour. The muses got away from me again this week, so we have a delightfully sensual extract of a longer story, which will be coming out a little way in the future, because apparently the muses did a number on my twin sister as well, and she is working on a similar story. They will be published together for everyone's enjoyment when they have both been completed and edited, so please do look out for them. Nen is the high attendant to the life spring, a sentient being that looks very like a tree, but interacts far more with its environment and whose sap is the greatest commodity in the world. The complex, Nen's home, is its own city-state, independent of world governments, but happy to act as a neutral arbiter for diplomatic discussions. Prince Ruan came to the complex as one such diplomat, but has been injured in a terrible accident. To save him and his country's peace process, of which he was a champion, Nen has taken him into the heart of the complex, the chamber, where the life spring resides. Here he has been taken into the sap pool surrounding the life spring and healed, but such drastic measures do not come without consequences. Welcome to Sensuality Heart of the life spring. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Nen opened her eyes, blinking as her mind slowly began to function again. She felt peaceful and fulfilled, but couldn't remember why for quite some time. The fact she was in the pool made sense first, but it took her a while to recall what she had been doing, especially under the surface. She stood slowly, the tendrils helping her as she reacquainted herself with her physical body. As soon as she was out of the sap, her lungs insisted they be empty, and she pushed it all out, as she had been taught. It was never pleasant, but it wasn't like it was the first time. It was rare the life spring took her into its mindscape, but sometimes it was necessary. The tendrils stroked gently over her legs and up her back as she let her body remember how to breathe normally. It took a little while. Finally, she could focus on what else needed doing. Turning slowly, she saw Ruan for the first time. 
He was floating beside her, held just under the surface, body perfect and whole. She was struck by his physical beauty, perfect bone structure, lithe musculature. He was like a stone carving brought to life. It was funny how she had never thought of that before. The virtual cocoon of tendrils was gone, but they were still gently wound around him, holding him up, and she could see the large one, with its fan of tiny filaments across the back of his skull, laced in his hair. Well done, love, she said, surveying the healed prince and glancing up at the life spring with a smile. Let's get him to the shallows. She barely had to do anything except gently guide Ruan's head as they moved from the deep part of the sap pool to near the edge. Then, kneeling down, she pulled him towards her, lifting his face above the sap for the first time. Now, love, Nen said as she held Ruan in her arms. Ruan's body convulsed once, and the tendril and filaments withdrew from the back of his head. Nen helped him turn as he immediately retched and started to cough up the fluid in his lungs. He had none of her training, and it showed. Get it all out, she encouraged, as he struggled while she patted his back. He heaved a few more times before he managed to draw in a gurgling, shuddering breath. At a boy, she said. Apparently that was funny because he tried to laugh, which didn't go so well, and resulted in more helpless coughing. When he finally stopped, he managed to sit up on his own, which was a good sign. Well, that's interesting, she said when he finally looked at her. What is? he asked. You now have one blue eye and one pale green, she told him. Very fetching. Pale green, as in the same colour as yours, he asked. She nodded. Mine used to be brown before I became the high attendant, she told him. The life spring puts a mark on those it touches so deeply. How do you feel? Somewhat strange, he admitted, after thinking about it for a few moments, but otherwise whole. Any residual aches and pains? Nen asked. Ruan moved each of his limbs in turn and stretched, at which point he shook his head. I believe I am fully healed, he said, lifting his leg out of the liquid to look at the interesting scar on his thigh where the compound fracture had been. It was nowhere near as large as it would have been with normal medicine, but it seemed the life spring had not been able to completely eliminate all signs of damage. Now she looked, Nen could see tiny white lines on Ruan's skin beside his changed eye. We should, Nen said, going to stand up. A pulse of arousal through her nether region stopped her in her tracks, especially when Ruan gave a small moan as well. You have to be kidding me, she complained, 
but a second burst of need thundered through her. What? Oh, for... Ruin said at the same time, Is that... Yes, Nen told him. He's not ours, love, she spoke to the life spring. He's... The flush of arousal took her breath away and Ruan gasped and moaned much more loudly. What is happening? Ruan asked, sounding just on the controlled side of desperate. We're being invited to have sex with the life spring, Nen replied. The act of joining with humans is part of what sustains the life spring. I must go back into the pool if... Her words failed for a moment as another pulse of arousal took her breath away. It was so strong. She only remembered it being this overwhelming a couple of times in the past. The life spring needed her. Leave or join me, Nen said, because she didn't have the time for anything more complicated. She didn't know why the life spring was communicating its desire to Ruan as well, but she knew her tree understood the word no, so she was sure if Ruan walked away the life spring's focus would return to her. Not that she had the will to resist its call any longer, wading into the sap with little thought to whether she was being followed. Scientists had studied the life spring. Sages had pondered it, but no one really knew why it needed to join with humans. Some hypothesized that it was a purely physical need to provide the internal reactions needed to functions. Others went to the opposite extreme, suggesting it was an emotional need to connect the life spring to their world. Nen thought it was probably both. It didn't matter, though. This was why she had been called. I am yours, she said. Give me pleasure. She gasped as the tendrils in the pool slid up over her body. This was not the soft, playful brushing of their last encounter. She could feel the need in every touch. They wound around her limbs, caressing, but also moving her forward until she was just in front of the life spring's trunk. It sent a small thrill through her as the tendrils controlled her movements. The pulse of desire that throbbed through her pussy was all her own this time. No encouragement needed. She was not urged backwards to lie down. It seemed the life spring had no patience for that, but she moved her feet apart as the tendrils pulled on her ankles. They stretched her arms out, almost like anchor points, and she could not move. Closing her eyes, she breathed in the familiar, slightly sweet smell of the sap all around her, and sank into the needy arousal coming from her sex-mad tree. Two tendrils snaked up over her hips and down the creases at the top of her legs. They stroked over her pussy in a slow, rhythmic motion, and she hummed in appreciation, the throb of desire moving through her body. For a while they moved over her, coaxing and titillating, but not reaching for her most intimate areas. It made her sigh with pleasure, 
and pulled her focus down to just those touches. When they finally slid between her folds, pushing either side of her pussy, shots of delight radiated through her with all the more power. She moaned as they moved in perfect synchronization, one moving one way, one the other either side of her clit, not too heavy, not too soft, just right. She could come from this, had, many times under the life spring's care. However, it had other ideas today. Gasping, she could not help pulling on the bonds holding her as a third tendril, this one much thicker, trailed up her inner thigh and pushed straight into her waiting pussy. She pulsed around it, moaning as it pulled out almost immediately. Not that she had to wait for more, because it came straight back. Nen's thighs trembled as all three insistent tendrils worked her at the same time. Holy fuck, she whined. Love! But she lost what she was trying to say as a fourth tendril joined its brethren, pushing into her pussy beside the other large one. Words seemed pretty useless as she was stretched and filled and held emotionless for the life spring's pleasure. She could sense its need, feel its love, and she gladly surrendered. The touches were firm and direct, pushing her on and on. There was no play here. Her body responded with equal fervour, her arousal building with each moment. She gasped and moaned and groaned and gave herself to the experience completely. There was no slow build-up, no gradual warning. Her body burned, and when it hit, her orgasm was just as white-hot. She put her head back, shouting her delight to the room as her muscles quaked. Intense ripples of pleasure burst through her body, radiating from her clit to the top of her head and the tip of her toes. She almost fell, but the stronghold on her arms and lower body were enough to keep her steady. Three of the tendrils retreated, but one stayed inside her gently stroking her through the aftershocks. Head down, she breathed deeply as her heart rate slowly returned to normal. She was so engaged that she had honestly forgotten about Ruan. Only the sound of liquid moving behind her brought back anything beyond herself and the life spring. She looked over her shoulder, still unable to move any of her limbs. You are sure, she checked. He nodded. She turned back, looking up at the tree in front of her. The arousal she could feel coming from the life spring was slightly more tempered now, but it would not be fulfilled for a good while yet. May I touch you? Ruan asked, so close now she could feel his body heat. Yes, she said leaning back as the tendrils eased their grip slightly, even as they held her mostly in place.
As her back met his chest, she shivered. She had never shared anyone with the life spring before, and it felt incredibly intimate. No matter what they had done in their minds with each other, even if it had been the life spring's construct, this was different. Ruan's arm slipped around her waist, one hand coming up to cup her breast as he leaned into her, kissing the side of her neck. Moaning quietly as the tendril in her pussy pushed in and pulled out almost all the way, she let Ruan and the life spring hold her up. Ruan's touch was gentle, but in no way hesitant as he caressed her stomach with one hand and thumbed her nipple with the other. He ghosted kisses up her neck to just behind her ear, and then back down again, smooth as silk. Until it wasn't, and he gasped quietly, stilling. All right, lover, Nen asked. He made a small humming sound against her shoulder. It was quickly followed by that quiet little gasp again. Ruan? she asked. I've never... Oh, knew. His arms tightened around her, and she could feel his cock pressing against her backside. Tell me, lover, she said as she realised what was probably happening. Tell me what the life spring is doing to you. I want to hear. Ruan groaned into the crook of her neck, almost as if he was trying to hide there. Please, lover, she encouraged. She could already picture the possibilities, but she wanted to know, and she couldn't turn to look in their current position. There is... Oh, a tendril. By all that is holy. He seemed to lose his words for a while. Is it inside you, Nen prompted, knowing just how hard the life spring could make it to think. Ruan nodded into her shoulder. Is it moving, slowly sliding in, opening you bit by bit, she asked. The only answer was a moan into her skin. There's one still in me too, she said, breathing sharply when the tendril moved at her words. So slick, pushing in. She felt her body giving in as the life spring fucked her open once more. Tight from her first orgasm, her muscles were relaxing as the tendril filled her. Firm and needy, she was breached in a slow rhythm. Ruan made an incoherent sound, and his arms tightened again. What is it doing to me? he asked, kind of desperately. At a guess, finding your prostate, Nen replied, smiling despite the intensity of the moment. It was frustrating that she couldn't see. She really wanted to see. Clearly reading her mind, the tendrils on her arms and legs gradually released, and the one slowly fucking her withdrew, leaving her standing under her own power in Ruan's arms. 
However, they were still there. She could feel them hovering, gliding a touch over her skin every now and then. Carefully, she turned in Ruin's arms, taking the opportunity to cup his face in her hands. His pupils were blown, and the life spring may have withdrawn from her, but it definitely hadn't from him. She leaned in for a kiss, enjoying the soft touch of his lips as she nipped and sucked on them. Pulling back, she looked down. There were the tendrils through the cloudy sap glowing gently where they were wound around his legs as they had been hers, holding them slightly apart. Then there was the one larger one, looping through his thighs and up. The way it was moving made her pussy throb with desire. Now she stepped back, leaning against the trunk of the life spring and lowered her arms once more as tendrils slithered up her legs and over her hands. Ruan's eyes followed her every move as she shifted where the life spring urged her to be. She sank down a little, and the powerful roots slid under her ass and behind the back of her thighs. Her arms were held against the smooth surface, tendrils wound across her waist, pushing her flat, and she bent her knees as her legs were lifted up and apart. Nen knew she was being displayed, and it fired her desire. She had had human lovers before she came to the complex, but none of her own choosing since, and after she was called, it hadn't even occurred to her. She just hadn't wanted them. But she wanted Ruan now. She wanted him like the life spring wanted him. She could feel it burning through both of them. One human, one something beyond, but united in need. It was a heady experience. Within the life spring's mental landscape, she had been attracted to him, but not like this. This was primal. As Ruan's eyes tracked over her, she basked in his attention. He was leaning towards her, although it was clear he could no longer move. She could do nothing except return his heated gaze, and his mouth fell open in an almost silent gasp. His eyes fluttered closed, head going back slightly as he groaned, long and low, and her focus was drawn down. Below the surface you could see the shadowed outline of the hard cock that had been pressed against her only a little while before. Thin, glowing lines were twisted all around the base, slowly flowing upwards, surrounding his erect shaft. So beautiful, she whispered. Intense, almost hypnotic eyes snapped open as Ruin breathed in short, sharp gasps. But it was Nen's turn again then, those same kinds of tendrils, small, but oh so powerful, slid up between her folds from behind, spreading her, stroking her, but not filling her. 
They danced around her clit, teasing, making her shiver, but not giving her quite enough. Bastard, she muttered under her breath, head falling forward, eyes closing, as a flutter of amused arousal ghosted through the back of her brain. Mm. Was the best she could do when the tip of a much larger tendril swiped over the pucker of her anus. She bit her lip as it moved between her buttocks, pushing against her entrance, but not hard enough to breach. The life spring knew her body so well, knew exactly what she liked, what drove her on and on. It teased her for long seconds, making her mentally curse, although she kept it inside. She moaned loudly as it finally pushed in. Lifting her head, she looked back at Wuhan, seeing his gaze staring at where he had to be able to see exactly what the life spring was doing to her. They were a display for each other, and it was clearly heightening the experience for both of them. The power pulsed through the life spring against her back. She could feel the life like it was her own as her arousal pulsed through her. The tendrils held her, knees up, legs spread, arms out to the sides. She was helpless, open and so turned on she was trembling. Please, she begged with her body and soul. Ruan moved forward, stepping towards her with a stuttering stride. He brought one hand up, having been afforded that freedom, and this time he was the one cupping her face, leaning in to steal a kiss. His hard body against her own made her mew in need. He moved slowly and carefully, finding his way with her body. Nen wanted him so badly that when he finally slid into her, she cried out. He was thick and long, and the thin tendrils wrapped around his cock made him even wider. It felt amazing as he slid home. When he rolled his hips, she moaned and it was more of a vibration in her chest than a real sound. Fuck yes, she said, counting her hips as best she could so his next thrust took him even deeper. Nen was in the mood for hard and deep after the thorough fucking she had already had. She wanted to see stars. More, she urged, feeling the strain of Ruan holding back. Please, more. Don't want to hurt you, he said. If it's too much, I'll tell you, she promised, catching his gaze as she spoke. He nodded, breathing hard through his nose and coming to a stuttering halt for a second. Sorry, he apologized. There's still... Yeah, me too, she agreed as the tendril in her ass reminded her it was there as well. Ruan's other hand came up, apparently free from the life spring's control as well now, and he threaded it behind her torso, changing the angle of her body. The other hand he used to brace himself against the life spring's trunk. When he moved his hips again, she groaned in delight. Oh yes she encouraged. 
True to her request and taking her permission, Ruan began to thrust in earnest. She was wide open, held firm. All she could do was take it. And she loved it. He took every encouragement she gave until he was moving with the perfect pace and the perfect depth, doing everything he could to please her. And there was no forgetting the life spring. The fronds on her clit built up their pace, and the tendril in her ass fucked her in time with Ruan's strokes. It was amazing. Oh, fuck. Oh, hell. Ruan slipped into other languages as if cursing in their current one was not enough. Nen wholeheartedly agreed. Come on, Ruan, she told him. Come on. Yes, yes, that's it. His thrusts were becoming desperate. He was so close. She could feel it, hanging on with everything he had. Hanging on for her. That was what pushed her over. That one thought, and she came with a cry, arching against him as much as she could. Her pussy fluttered around his cock, and he pushed in hard one last time, letting go with his own cries and shuddering against her. Nen felt the echoes of their pleasure running through the back of her mind as the life spring absorbed it all. Her mind sailed away on a wave of delight. Resting her head on Ruan's shoulder, Nen took the time to catch her breath. She could feel the tendrils releasing her limbs and leaving her body, but still supporting her, and she brought her arms up to wrap them around Ruan's neck. He was breathing hard as well and whispering something in his native tongue that she didn't catch. She had learned a few phrases to welcome the delegation, but it wasn't a common language outside Ruan's country. The fact he was still seated inside her was somewhat hard to miss, but Nen was rather enjoying the moment. I am sorry, he said after a few moments, pulling back a little and giving her a small smile. My legs are a little shaky. Take your time, she replied. That was, he said, apparently not sure how to describe it. Yes, she agreed, giving him a small smile back and wrapping her legs around his hips to maintain a comfortable position. When he finally moved, he was the perfect gentleman, pulling out slowly before carefully helping her to stand. It was sweet. Ruan she said, looking into his still very much blown pupils. Yes, he replied. I hate to break it to you, she told him, running her fingers down the side of his perfect jawline. But this is just a breather. Ruan narrowed his eyes, clearly unsure if she was joking. A breather, he asked. You mean the life spring... We'll want to fuck us until we can hardly remember our names, Nen finished for him. Don't worry, she added, placing a kiss on the end of his nose. I'll make sure the attention is on me when you can't take any more. It's a big part of my job description. 
She couldn't help smiling. Ruan's expression was somewhere between distinct curiosity and vague dread. You have a most interesting job, he said, which made her laugh. Nen had no idea how much later it was when the lifespring let them crawl out of the sap pool and collapse on the floor of the chamber. She was impressed and, if she was honest, surprised. Ruan had nearly managed to keep up with her. He would have made an amazing attendant. It was a shame he was a prince and had other duties. How she was going to explain everything to the ambassadors and clear up the diplomatic mess was a bit too much to think about after such mind-blowing sex. For a while she lay there, enjoying the afterglow, and chose to turn off her brain. Nen and Ruan seemed to have such fun with the life spring, didn't they? I do hope you enjoyed listening to their sensual adventures. I had so much fun reading them. Don't forget the ebook with the extended version of the story, and lots more erotic fun will be coming out soon. Why not join my newsletter to be the first to know, as well as having access to competitions and exclusive content? Or subscribe to my blog at virginiawaits.com. All the details are there in this week's blog post, so please check it out. For those missing the manor, never fear, Lucy and all her mismatched family will be back on the 10th of November 2020 with new and exciting episodes for season two. It would make me very, very happy if you would Please do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a sensual episode. Thank you. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org